I'm Jess Dakotis. And I'm Nick Colziel. Welcome to That Sounds Terrifying, the podcast where we share terrifying stories, we share listener experiences, and we visit virtually some of the most haunted places in the United States and the world. Welcome back, everybody, to That Sounds Terrifying, the holiday edition. Super psyched. Jess has put together, like, the bulk of this episode. So those fans that don't like hearing my voice, this might be the last time you hear it in the entire episode. Just kidding. But I just wanted to <laughs> give props where props are due. Thanks for putting this together. I'm so excited to be hearing these stories, Jess. You're welcome. Also, I know you just did that because when this episode like falls apart or sucks, you're gonna be like, see, it was all Jess. So <laughs> <laughs> hey, this what goes around fault. comes around. Uh, it's a really those crappy comments. episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it can't be a crappy episode if you're putting it together. It's gonna be a super awesome. Or, you know, it'll so sound terrific. Be, <laughs> yeah, it'll be very merry, but terrifyingly so. Very nice. Um yeah, so this episode is our Christmas episode. Happy holidays. Um, and I, you know, a lot of people are like Christmas ghosts, like what, you know, what? Um, and so what really inspired the line um in the song, uh, is it jingle bells? Is it jingle bells? I think it's jingle bells. There'll be scary ghost stories. No, it's not jingle bells. What is it? There'll be scary ghost stories and tales of the glories of Christmases long, long ago. The most wonderful what is time it? of the it's year. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Yeah, that. you got there. <laughs> Look, and you got a singing performance and everything. This episode is bringing you holiday cheer, full of all right. of it. Yeah, it's Christmas carols. Christmas um, carols. But yeah, that line, you know, like growing up, I was, I was like, what do ghost stories have to do with Christmas? You know, like there'll be scary ghost stories. We don't tell ghost stories at Christmas, but but um, people have for centuries done yeah. so. Um, and so, but in our Western culture, we have not really associated with that because we have Halloween and then we're like, okay, we're done with the, the scary. Yeah. Um, but then there's people like you and I who are not done with the scary year round. So yeah. Well, it's <laughs> um, like, you know, Charles Dickens and, and, you know, the, the different ghosts of Christmas and stuff. Yeah. There is some tradition around it, but you're absolutely right. Uh, you know, us Americans, we're only about the, the positive saint nicholas stories and stuff yeah yeah yes you're right dickens had the three three ghosts four ghosts really but yeah. um i just watched by the way i watched um is it spirited on apple it's with will ferrell and uh ryan reynolds oh i've been waiting and to watch that it's really funny it's funny i i recommend it it's it's musically but it's also like hilariously so it's funny <laughs> I, I, that's all i can say so i was watching that last night and i didn't even finish it um i'm like halfway through because you know i go to bed uh <laughs> at, a at a reasonable hour um but yeah so i i was like i can't watch this anymore but it's funny and i will watch the rest of it because i'm invested now um anyways 
So it's the most wonderful time of the year um, with, yeah, scary ghost stories. So I want to talk about why we stopped telling ghost stories and why we started telling ghost stories, really. Um, so I looked this up and I was on like, I think it's like Carnegie, um, Carnegie something, something.com. And it was all about like the holiday history of ghost stories. Um, so basically it was talking about how did something that is now much more associated with the fall, um, end up as a Christmas tradition hundreds of years ago. Um, so like now so many things we celebrate part of the season, we must look like past the symbols used in Christmas celebrations to earlier pre-Christian times, which I'm all about because I've always, um, well, since coming out of, uh, where I was, which was, you know, very evangelical as we've discussed prior on this podcast. Um, I've always heard that, um, Christmas was actually brought to life because of Yule, which was a pagan holiday and is a pagan holiday. Um, and they wanted to kind of usurp it <laughs> in a way yeah. um, to have people celebrate Christmas a little bit more. Um, so that being said, following the outcome of the English Civil War, which abolished the feast day of Christmas, um, as well as Easter and Whitsun, and, and which was another name for Festival of Pentecost. Um, shops were to remain open and soldiers were to patrol streets and seize food, uh, being prepared for a feast on those days. Like they were trying to shut down Christmas as well yeah. um, back in like the 1600s. So from 1659 to 1681, the Massachusetts Bay Colony um, and what would eventually become the United States banned the celebration of Christmas with the penalty of being a five shilling fine, approximately three day wages for a skilled tradesman. Bah humbug. Yeah. So they were like, <laughs> we don't want Christmas at all, like any kind of Christmas or Yule or anything. Um, and it was because the Puritans, Puritans didn't want to celebrate anything. Um, so Many modern Christmas traditions are a conglomeration of many cultural and spiritual beliefs, which a lot of Christians don't realize. But like the Yule log, as well as the Yule season, are often linked to pre-Christian celebrations and not Christianity as a whole right now. Um, it was more of the celebration of solstice, the winter solstice, mm -hmm. when things get darker quicker, you know, the short days at night. And so basically what they've determined is that... Um, they started telling these ghost stories around the fire. Um, and it was because it was that feeling of warmth and group bonding back in the day during like the coldest, darkest time of the year. So we're going back hundreds, probably thousands is my guess, but hundreds documented of years um, where they would sit around the fire before electricity, warming themselves. And what do you do to, like, if you're going camping and you don't have your phone and TV and internet and all that, what do you do? You bond, you tell stories. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, sitting around a campfire, that's what we tell ghost stories, like even in the summer when it's not Halloween time. So they were talking about, like, it is a tradition that lasted for several hundred years until the Christmas celebrations were halted by the Puritans in the 1600s. Mm -hmm. um, Those Puritans. And despite, 
Yeah. And despite many of the traditions making a resurgence um, during the restoration, which was like 1660, like 1688, the damage had essentially been done already. Mm -hmm. So along with reducing the importance of the Christmas feast days during the enlightenment and the industrial revolution, many Christmas traditions were now like gone, forgotten, old fashioned, not introduced again. And ghost stories were kind of one of them. Um, but then when Charles Dickens came about, right. Um, Christmas was still kind of dead when, when Dickens actually came out with his Christmas story. Um, and he actually is pretty responsible for it. So like 1840s, um, there was a small resurgence of Christmas spirit, like yeah. taking place in like that, um, in, in England. Uh, so he was able to capture on this like movement of like, oh yeah, like people are liking Christmas. So he made, he like wrote this story specifically to capture that audience on this like, you know, um, burgeoning, he was a good marketer almost, yeah. you know, like um, this burgeoning, like, oh, we're, we want to feel like Christmas again. Um, and so his ghost story, The Christmas Carol, um, it didn't really approach like the commercial success of his first works, but it was still very successful. And he was right. world renowned at this point anyways. Um, I think, you know, posthumously, The Christmas Carol probably became much more of a, a heartfelt tradition. It's his best known work at this point, yeah. you know? Um, so that is, you know, Yule is, is that pagan tradition is why that we actually told ghost stories at Christmas time. And I just felt like, I, I felt like that needed to be said because a lot of times people do, they'll stop and be like, we don't tell ghost stories at Christmas, but we do, we do tell right. ghost stories. And it's not just Charles Dickens. People used to tell them all the time, just because that's what you do to bond and engage mm -hmm. with family and friends um, around a fire. And they, they used it to help um, build community, which I mm -hmm. think is crazy important, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's why we have the 24 hour U-log, right? Fire. Fire. <laughs> going yeah. on. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, we don't need it now because we have electricity, but. <laughs> no, well, that's what I mean, like on YouTube and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. 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 There was a story, um, not to take a completely different side. I just want to share this real let's quick. Let's go. Let's go down this There was road, a yeah. story just recently where technology has gotten so amazing, right? Like, uh, the digitalization of like you know the tv screen and how everything looks so real someone mm -hmm. called 911 in the city i think it was new york city because they saw flames in a um in an apartment and it was someone watching the the yule log burn all oh right God, in like yeah. october it was the strangest thing so he called and like fire trucks all showed up and all this stuff and it was it was on it like a huge like you know 100 inch screen tv being projected or whatever out and he could like i'm like why are you even looking in that person's apartment to begin with it's like it's kind of creepy <laughs> different weird. type of terrifying so yeah but anyways circling back to this story and like the yule the yule log i just thought of that i'm like that's where the the whole fire came from is telling stories around the fire telling stories um yeah so that that is why it's very very old um I'm very interested in, in different traditions and, you know, why we celebrate the way we celebrate and things like that. Um, so, you know, Halloween's very interesting to me, like when trick-or-treating started in the 1930s, right. I, I like to know those things. Um, and same with Christmas, you know, I, again, I, I, I knew pretty early on that it wasn't Christians who came up with, you know, 
um, I mean, we came up with Christmas, but we didn't come up with um, that there was a holiday at, at the solstice, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that being said, other traditions, um, you know, everybody's heard of, well, a lot of people have heard now of Krampus. This wasn't something that I grew up with. Did you grow up knowing about Krampus? So I do remember talking to my uh, grandmother or grandfather a little bit about that because they have they're from Poland, but it's I believe it's a German German tradition, yeah, or uh, and it comes from that area. So I do remember her saying something about that, um, but I was so young um, mm-hmm. that I really just it wasn't she wasn't trying to scare me or anything, but she she said something about you know Krampus and and the evil Santa. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. So. Um... Krampus traditions go back again centuries they don't even know how old Krampus is it's centuries it is German but it was well known throughout Europe Eastern Europe mm-hmm. um and they um originally the drawings of Krampus were more like half goat half human what is that a sat a satyr a, sat- I don't know, a satyr a satyr S-A-T-Y-R. Yeah. Um, So half goat, half human. And he would go around on December 5th, which was St. Nicholas Day, with Santa. And Santa would reward all the good little boys and girls. And Krampus would punish them all (laughs) with a switch. Like he'd either beat them, but some of them he would like, and I think it was like kind of indiscriminate. It didn't say like the really naughty kids got eaten. He was just like, they were like the, the really naughty kids would get captured, like kidnapped by Krampus and and taken back to his lair and eaten. Yeah. Terrifying. Right. Like, Oh my God. Um, But that in the dark ages became more of um, a, devil like looking you know because like the 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 devil like when we think of it has horns and like yeah. you know traditionally um and so i think that because the goat was so close to what they considered demon like yeah um the christian kind of took that over and made it more demonic so throughout the years in the dark ages and then the reformation um he became more demonic looking more like satan yeah um and uh that's who he is now right but prior he was just a goat with legs like <laughs> he likes to walk yeah. down <laughs> well i did i did a quick um, google search while you were, you were kind of chatting because i wanted to to know am i doing this or mm-hmm. is this right so like fawn is like the half human half goat but i believe it's like the bottom half and is is goat and then you're mm-hmm. right uh, i think it is satyrs uh, and it goes like, what do satyrs do? <laughs> They're widely seen as mischief makers who routinely play tricks on people, interfere with their personal property, had insatiable sexual appetites, <laughs> oh, <God>. and often <laughs> sought to seduce or ravish both nymphs and mortal women alike. There were, okay. <laughs> though these attempts were not always successful. Well, thank God for that. God, <laughs> God. <laughs> Good old um, Wikipedia, you know, let's get all the yeah. facts from there. Thanks, Krampus. Um <laughs> yeah 
Um, so this Krampus, Krampus, this Seder was more about children and eating them and making them, you know, like, um, uh, pay for their horrible deeds, their misdeeds. I mean, at the end of the day, it's really just like a tact, a scare tactic for children. Like you better be good. Um, I personally like the idea of just saying Santa will bring you coal in your stocking instead of like, Krampus is going to come like murder you. (laughs) There is a movie about that, of course. Right. Uh, Oh yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that. Um, yeah. that horror movie. I think it was like a comedy and a horror movie. Yeah, it was um, a little out there. Yeah, I mean, that's really all I wanted to talk about with Krampus. It's just like we had to mention Krampus because it's a terrifying podcast and he is a terrifying sure. figure. Yeah. Um I, I mean, but that's that's basically it for for him. Um, and you know, I have a hard time. Uh, introducing Krampus I will I won't be introducing Krampus into my household yeah (laughs) well and I was laughing because like when you first said that he like came out on St. Nicholas Day and they were like I just had this mental picture of like a family guy scene of like Krampus and St. Nicholas like frolicking holding hands (laughs) like skipping to like people's houses I'm like that's just so freaking weird it is weird yeah, on St. Nicholas Day, there's also, there's a lot of artwork um, that I came across between yeah. St. Nicholas and Krampus. I mean, just so much artwork. And and one of the ones that I came across was three children watching as Krampus basically kills Santa Claus, Jeez. kills St. Nicholas. Yeah, and I was like, God, like, this is morbid as all hell and i don't want to talk about it more than i have to but he's, this is he's a little bit different terrifying. from my image of them frolicking like, like yes yeah from... okay yeah, it was very it was very terrifying um and that's what our podcast is about like that yeah. sounds terrifying that does sound terrifying to me uh, yeah <laughs> I, I would say so um but anyways there is something that i came across in my research that i had no idea about and it comes from wales southern wales and have you ever heard of the Mary Lewid. Yeah. Okay. So it is spelled M-A-R-I Mary L-W-Y-D because it's Welsh and there's consonants everywhere. So <laughs> Mary Lewid. Um, and this translation is um so what's funny is that it says Mary Lewid, but like the the trans the the um I came across several different trans like translations of what this meant. Some of them said blessed, blessed Mary. Um, some of them said Virgin Mary, some of them just said gray horse. Okay. <laughs> okay. So what Mary Mary Lewid looks like, and I'll send you, I'll 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 we'll put photos up here. Yeah. Um and we can put it on our, our Instagram and stuff. Sure. Um, but given that Lewid is usually the word for gray in the Welsh language and that Welsh speakers would have been exposed to the English word mare. Um, an alternative suggestion essentially was that it just meant gray mare, like gray horse. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Mary, you know, blessed, I don't know. Anyways, um, the this figure is terrifying looking. And what it is, it's a skeleton of a horse head, like a horse skull with like a white sheet on it and you're going to see a picture of it um if you just look you can look it up now if you'd like but um (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna put them up um here and essentially it was again about like the darkest time of the year and um on new year's eve not necessarily christmas but new year's eve they would go wassailing which 
caroling. Um, and somebody would dress in this Mary Lewis costume and you wouldn't be able to see. So your friends would be leading you around. Um, and like the skull just kind of like sits on your head, like a real horse skull. But like they did have like fake ones too yeah. that they would make like of just um, like um, pointed sheet. They would point like make a sheet look like a horse head. Yeah. Um, but your friends would like put you in this and you would be led to different homes. And it's really funny because you would have to come up with a rhyme, knock on the door of a friend's house and come up with a rhyme as to why they should let you in. And they would have to answer from the other side of the door and rhyme back to you and say why you couldn't come in. Jeez. And, and if they fumbled, they would have to let you in. And let you have access to all of their 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 larder, their pantry, their drink, their food. Um, and so if, if it's like it's a rat battle. Yeah. <laughs> you would oh, have, well, um, yeah. What is that called? It, there's a game that I play that like it it's Assassin's Creed and they incorporate uh the lyrical like thing because it was a very um Viking kind of oriented game and and yeah. And, Oh, I can't remember what it was called, but yeah, it was very similar. Like there was betting done around it, right? That's mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Super... yeah. So, so it was, it was just like it was merrymaking, right? Um, and so on New Year's Eve, you're it, it's an excuse to like just play a game and and you know hope that the you're you know when you're on the inside with all your food and drink, you know you're gonna fail. So that way your friends can come in and have like a drink and whatever, but it's a terrifying figure. I wouldn't want that in my house. <laughs> no, I, I see what you're talking about. And I have seen that before. It's freaking crazy. They, it's they creepy look, looking. And, and most of them look like they have, they're like brides to be. <laughs> yes. Yes, they do. And like, they would, um, they decorate like the main, yeah. like the, the main, there's no main left because it's a, a dead horse skull. Yeah, but, it's, um, and yeah, they horse would skulls it. are freaking creepier than They're creepy, huge, right? Yeah, like, <laughs> um, but it was a pre Christian tradition again, you know. Um, like you said, like, I don't know if it's Viking era, but it was it was done for hundreds of years oh, yeah. prior up in the you know, in Wales, which it's darker, you know, it's dark for much longer. Um, and uh yeah it was just it would it would um it could be done throughout the year actually it didn't have to be new year's eve they would do it for any special occasion and they would get the horse out and like the mary the mary Lewis out and like just do it throughout the year and um sometimes they would do it at like um Samhain, which is like halloween pagan seriously halloween. once is not enough for these freaking things no they would <laughs> do it all the time <laughs> keep that keep that damn thing in the closet for the whole yeah, year it comes no, out once like, no, that's enough pull that out again. i mean they didn't have a lot of entertainment right so they're like well get the horse head out we're gonna go Jesus. like <laughs> knock on aunt mary's door and see what uh, she's got <laughs> yeah we're hungry let's get the horse head out and make people freaking rhyme so we can go steal their food that's, essentially yeah like that's yeah. that's what they did um but i mean hey if you earned it right yeah holy <laughs> crap there's a lot of pictures that we should show just like from from what it is but they still um celebrate like um St. David's Day is a festival um, that is held and that um, that's celebrated around the, the, the world too. Um, and they get this out for that as well. Um, it's really cool. Like it's, I, it's something that I had never heard of. Like, mm -hmm. I think I've probably seen images and been like, that's creepy. I don't know what that is. Um, but, yeah. but yeah, they have, um, 
just like knocked over my water bottle. Um, yeah. I just thought that it was uh, an interesting tradition that I wanted to share because it's yeah. cool and it's fun. And I would love to have a rap battle with somebody and be like, yeah, let me in. If I win, I, I get to drink all your booze and eat all your food. Yeah, but you got to carry <laughs> that horse skull around. I mean, it's so, yeah. like random. And, and, you know, do you know the comedian Bill Hicks? Have you ever heard of him? I don't believe so. He's the type of guy that like be like, you know, he hates smokers and then he'd like come out and like light a light a cigarette on the stage. Right. <laughs> so, but this is has to do with Easter more than Christmas, but it made me think of it just because it's so random. Uh and and he was talking a lot about, you know, how there's a Bible in every hotel room and like, you know, uh traditions of like the Easter bunny coming uh in and leaving eggs around uh for kids to find. And it's like it's so random. It's like, is this like why bunnies? why eggs why not goldfish left lincoln logs in my sock drawer and it's like mommy i woke up this morning and i found lincoln logs in my sock drawer that's the story of jesus <laughs> so anyways i know that's not christmas but like that's what i'm thinking about with this like horse skull and going you have to like be freaking m&m or you're gonna you know give up all your food yeah yeah i don't i wish i knew how, how long it was but and you know if people would do this like just to friends i assume yeah. they would do it just to friends it wasn't like you're going to some <laughs> rando's house and being like hey <laughs> like for rap of the rapper <laughs> yeah that's our next fan question have you ever done this to any of your friends mm. lyrical battle um, for food with horse skeleton with a horse skeleton decorated horse skeleton. Uh, there's a ballad here um, it's a little a little rhyme that say, says, Mary Lewid, Mary Lewid, a sacred thing through the night they carry. Betrayed are the living, betrayed the dead. All are confused by a horse's head. By Vernon Watkins, Ballad of Mary Lewid. Yeah. Yeah. How do you uh, respond to that? <laughs> like on the spot. Yeah, um, yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, you can't come in by yeah. the hair of my chinny chin chin. 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 Which I paid a lot of money to get removed. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that also sounds yeah. terrifying. Do you have pictures yeah. of that, Jess? No, because <laughs> I no, I actually don't do that. But I was just being funny. But yeah. it worked. <laughs> very nice. Mm. Sorry, I'm very thirsty today. That's it's okay. Been, I've been running around everywhere. <clears throat> um. So yeah, I mean, do you have anything else to add to that part? No, I think I think I added enough randomness to that. Um, I am truly, I found a new thing to be scared of. Like, yeah. you better not show up. By, I mean, it's a long drive for you to show up on my front door with, with a horse's head uh, and too many chances that I might not be there. So I know you're yeah. probably not going to do it, but don't you dare do that. <laughs> yeah, no, I won't do that. Maybe your office, though. I do know that your office is closer. Yeah, yeah. And I could knock on the door. I don't know. Head. I don't know if the university police might actually stop you. They might, but they <laughs> but also might not headline. because they they'd be too afraid of the ghost horse that's just like <laughs> randomly going through campus. <laughs> that is terrible. You know what? That person's really messed up. We're not right. going to mess with them. We're not. We're, we're not tonight. We're Challenge not. accepted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Cool. Well, without further ado, I have like three stories about Santa Claus. Um, and these are real stories from people who really believe that they've seen Santa. Very cool. Um, I see him all the time, all especially the time. this time of year. 
Yeah, at the mall. Yeah. I, I saw him at the Holiday Village last night. I, I've seen him everywhere. Um, yeah. <laughs> Dr- drunk in a gully. I, I mean, just, you know, so, if you think about improv. and <laughs> My son is already very discerning. He's five. And he, I was shocked because we were at the mall. It's the first time he said this. He's, he's said it repeatedly since, but he, we were at the mall and Santa was standing outside of his little Santa village, you know, where they take the pictures and stuff. It was still November. Yeah. Um, and he fist bumped Santa and Santa's like, Hey, how are you? Blah, blah, blah. And, and he was like, oh, I'm good, whatever. And he said, what's your name? And he said, Oh, it's Carson. So we, we leave. And I'm like, do you want to get a picture with Santa? And he was like, no, that's not the real Santa mom. And I was like, what? I was like, what, what do you mean? What do you mean? Yeah. He's, that's not the real Santa. You don't, yeah. you don't know that, you know, like, and he goes, mom, he didn't know my name. That's yeah. not the real Santa. Like, smart kid. Smart kid. He's so smart. He's smarter than me. Watch out. Um, Already he's <laughs> five and he's already smarter. Like, I was like, oh God, here we go. And he goes, but then I, it was redeemable because he was like, that's just one of his helpers. Mom. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I was like, who told you that? Like, where did you come yeah. up with that? And he and he he was just like, I just, I just know that's one of his helpers. Well, not him. I would just be aware if you hear him knocking on your your bedroom door and something lyrical comes out of his mouth, and then he has a, <laughs> a dead horse skeleton <laughs> and he wants a PlayStation 5. You're gonna share right. my PlayStation 5 now. You're that's what I'm getting. <laughs> yeah, that's right. that's it, mom um yeah no that's he's that's super cool yeah he's interesting he is he's smart but he did the same thing we we had something at my office and the same thing there was santa and he was like that's not not him i'm not seeing him it's a waste of my time (laughs) okay (laughs) he just he doesn't want to waste his time i don't have a white (laughs) enough beard yet but maybe i should just show up and be like hello carson and then be like oh my god it's the real santa (laughs) and he's so fat All right. so fat. well um we can get to the stories now sorry listeners yeah no yeah no so um so i'm gonna start with a funny story just um it was my own sighting okay so it was december of i think last year was it last year or two years ago i don't know anyways uh we were on our way to go see lights um, it was Christmas Eve, mind you. This is Christmas oh. Eve. So we were on our way to go see lights at, um, there's this big, beautiful house up the street from our house that just, it's a mansion and they do like gorgeous decorations. They do it for Halloween too, where you could like walk through. It's amazing. But like at Christmas, they just go all out and you just drive by and it's just, it's beautiful. And there's music and it supports a charity. It's lovely. So um, we were heading up there and it was a very clear night and we had the moon roof in our car and it was, um, uh, open so I could see and not like open, open, but like, you know, the, there was yeah. no screen and I right. looked up and I saw lights. <laughs> <laughs> I saw lights floating in a line, like together in a chain like this, just like slowly, but not too slowly. And I looked at my husband and I was like, I don't believe in Santa, 
but I can't explain that. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, it was just a chain of lights. Yeah. And he looked at me and he looks up and he goes, Oh, that's Starlink. Yeah, that's what I was gonna and, say. Yeah, <laughs> Starlink. And I'm like, what is Starlink? I was like, I don't know what I'm looking at right now. I know it's like explainable. I know I can explain this away. Yeah. But like, it's Christmas Eve, and I see like eight tiny reindeer lights. <laughs> and like, and like you know, your awesome. brain just goes there. You're like, there's eight lights. Like, I don't know what this is. Um, and he he was just like you've never heard of Starlink. It's like the satellites, Elon Musk, blah blah blah. And he like yeah. lost me there. But I was like, no, I've never heard that. But it's really weird that I'm looking at it like Christmas yeah. Eve and like you know. So like Carson was in the back seat. Like look, Carson, there's Santa flying above us. And she's probably <laughs> like, Mom, that's Starlink. Huh? Yeah, yeah, that's probably what he was thinking. Like you're What's an idiot. What's wrong with like, my mom? Yeah, yeah, Mom, you're so dumb. <laughs> That's not Santa. That's just one yeah. of his starlings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was just like, oh God. Um, no, so <laughs> it was just, it was really funny. I couldn't I couldn't get over the the like I'd never seen of it. I've seen it, yeah. I'd never heard of it. Like, what is this? But yeah, it was not, it was not Santa. And it was yeah. not his eight tiny reindeer. And I, you know, like honestly, like even as an adult. I was a little bummed. Sure. <laughs> you know, like, sure. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, oh man, I wish that was Santa. Um, so, anyways, as I was researching this episode, I was like, there are I, I have heard of people who are like, I swear to God, I saw Santa. I know I saw him. And so I'm gonna read through these. I found these ones on Reddit. Um on the there's like a paranormal page that that talks about this stuff. And so um I will do my best to keep them as short as possible, but I just thought they were kind of interesting. So this one's labeled, I saw Santa and it's by person one zero three one. So they obviously wanted to be anonymous. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hey, so this will sound like BS or imagined, but this happened to me about 17 or 18 years ago. And I still remember most of it pretty clearly. It was early Christmas morning between 2 a.m. and 4 a.m., in 1996 or 97. I was about six or seven years old and I always had trouble sleeping the night before Christmas as I couldn't wait until the morning to open my presents because here in Australia, Christmas is during the summer. So the nights are always quite hot. Anyway, I got out of bed to peek at the presents under the Christmas tree. My room exited into the hallway. At the end of the hallway was the kitchen and the dining area lounge room. As I crept out of the hallway into the dining area, Something in the kitchen doorway caught my attention. I got back behind the hallway entry and observed what appeared to be a pair of legs wearing long red pants. The legs were bolt upright, but the rest of the figure was apparently bent at the hips into the kitchen doorway. So I couldn't really see the body. At this age, I still believed in Santa. So I went and woke my older sister who begrudgingly came to have a look. We both peeked around the hallway entry and saw the same thing that I initially saw. The figure had not moved position since I observed it a minute or two earlier. So my sister tiredly suggested that it was just dad and I should go back to bed. I was not convinced though and followed her back to her room as I did not want to be alone. She no longer believed in Santa and became annoyed at me for hiding under her desk and begging her to come and have another look with me. I finally crept back to my room, closed the door leaving it slightly ajar and proceeded to pace around my room not knowing whether to wake my parents or have another look at the kitchen. 
My ceiling light was dimmed, so I could see my entire room clearly. There were no shadows. I finally decided to leave my room to wake my parents, and as I opened my door standing there, blocking my path, was MFing Santa Claus. (laughs) (laughs) He was dressed exactly how I imagined him. He looked like the typical Coca-Cola Santa, right down to his white woolen trimmings, thick black belt with a golden buckle and red nightcap. He had small circular gold rimmed glasses, a white curly beard, blue eyes, and liver spots on his cheeks. I froze. Okay, for first of all, I, I didn't know that Santa had liver spots on his cheeks. I thought he just had like rosy cheeks. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't think he did. Um, but this guy had liver spots, so maybe this was like like the local, you know, some transient coming in, and I I don't know who had a rough life. I froze and looked up at his eyes. He had what I took to be a stern expression on his face, almost glaring at me. Just after we made eye contact, he bent his head towards me and slightly in a manner that suggested, what are you, uh, what are you doing up? You shouldn't be awake. Go back to bed. I gasped, took a few steps back, and then jumped into bed, turned my back to the door, closed my eyes, and then I fell asleep. Despite my state of shock, I fell asleep. I remember thinking at the time, Santa doesn't look Santa doesn't like kids being awake because he can't drop off presents otherwise. So it was as if I knew that I should go back to sleep. The song about Santa Claus comes to mind. He knows when you are sleeping. He knows when you're awake. I didn't get a menacing feeling from this guy. I didn't feel that I was in any danger. I felt that I was in a bit of trouble for seeing him and that he was annoyed at me. He didn't seem joyful or loving either, though. Just like neutral, I guess. I think that he somehow knew that I was going to go to my parents and the only way that he could stop me was to block my exit. Terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. As a parent, I'm terrified right now. (laughs) Right? Yeah. In the morning, both my parents said that they didn't see, they didn't see me the night before and they both thought I imagined it naturally. I don't know what that means. They didn't see me the night before. What? Maybe come out or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well then if they were in bed, like that makes sense. My sister kept telling me that it was dad. Every few years I bring it up at an event with my family and my parents have denied wearing any Santa suit and my sister still thinks it was my dad. After years of thinking about this event on and off, I have produced a number of facts that no one in my family can explain. Number one, Christmas is in summer and my dad never wore long pants to bed in the summer. Number two, the figure did not move away from the kitchen entry for minutes, which is very odd. Three, No one in my family sleepwalks. Four, my sister saw the figure, therefore I did not imagine that part of my story. Five, I never went back to bed, so I could not have been dreaming. Six, I've never had a dream even close to being as vivid as seeing Santa. I've never imagined things to be present in reality that were not there. Seven, Santa was too short and plump to be my dad, who is tall, um, uh, and too, uh, too tall to be my mom. He also had a completely different face, eyes, and skin type to my parents. Eight, there were no signs of break of a break and enter. Nothing was stolen. Nine, I did not hear footsteps approach my room. If it was a family member I saw so clearly, it might it would be mighty strange I didn't hear them walking on the floorboards. And ten, I managed to fall asleep within 30 seconds of seeing Santa despite my state of alarm. I attributed this to him sprinkling sleeping powder over me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, 
I still do. I do not still believe in Santa, as I know he's completely fabricated. I think the Coca-Cola actually, uh, the Coca-Cola actually created his modern image, um, the image of I, that I saw of him. Um, I believe what I saw took the shape of Santa. And over the years, I have thought that maybe what I saw was possibly a spirit or some form of apparition. Um, he goes on to say, or he or she, I don't know. Um, I recently saw a hypnotist to regress me back to that night so I can answer these questions. Unfortunately, it did not work. Um, and I still have no idea why or how this event occurred. It appeared to me that Santa was just wandering around the house, checking things out. He didn't seem to have an objective. And the biggest mystery to me of this entire story is the fact that I fell asleep soon after seeing him. Uh, that is just unnatural. I didn't pass out from shock and I didn't feel him touch me. So I'm not sure what happened. I've read other stories on the internet of people who have seen Santa. Some of the people can explain seeing Santa and then immediately falling asleep just as I did. Many others report seeing a red light or orb. And I know this sounds ridiculous, but I know what I saw. I know the difference between a dream and being awake. And I am also not a closed mind. I am also not closed minded and accept that we do not know everything about reality. Um, and that says, anyway, I'm rambling a lot. So I'll end it here. Interested in anyone else's experiences with seeing Santa or having experienced a similar event. Yeah. What do you think of that? Well, as I said, terrified as a parent, uh, mm -hmm. cause like, you know, home invasion, I just know there's just too many ways that that can happen with, without them having evidence of like the person really being in there. And, you know, mm -hmm. all of a sudden this guy is there, realizes that he's sort of like been caught and tells the kid, go back to bed and gets out of there. So that's like the first logical explanation that pops in my head, but being the co-host of this podcast, uh, also not, not afraid to to go into that realm of like you know it could be a spirit that is you know trying to uh bring christmas cheer to to this kid or whatever yeah. you know in a way or mm -hmm. that's what they're seeing and you know active imagination as a kid the one thing with that though um the active imagination stuff the sister saw it so uh but yeah the sister you know. saw it too so my mind goes to apparition yeah um, I heard a story once where, um, on a podcast that I listened to, and I don't know which one, but yeah. of a guy who, um, was a child when this took place and he saw what you think of when you think of a witch, like the green with the long nose and the wart and everything. Yeah. And, um, his conclusion was that it was a spirit contorting itself into something that they knew would scare him. Yeah. So it was a witch and you know he saw the witch because it was something that they knew would you know whatever so um if it's a spirit that looks like you know they're trying to make themselves look like santa claus it's not the worst thing i mean or could have been a spirit that was doing like i said to like kind of you know put it you know christmas cheer into a child or maybe it was you know an old guy with liver spots that passed away and one of his uh you know employment opportunities was um all santa, santa. And that's where he lived and uh he was just kind of going through <laughs> the motions at home that would so, be so insane can you yeah. imagine like you die in your santa suit and oh, God. You have to be Santa for the rest of your life. Like if you're a clown and you die in your clown suit and you'd be a clown the rest of your eternity. Um what was that movie where there was a movie it was like it had very little to do with Christmas. It might have been something like Gremlins or something where the, the dad had 
though they tell they were telling the story, I think, in Gremlins, where the dad was found a couple of days later in the chimney. He had died. He was dressed as Santa Claus, kind of a thing. Oh God. You know, awful. Uh, he's trying <laughs> yeah. to kind of bring the bring the presents down the, the chimney and surprise mm-hmm. the kids. I'm like, that that's crazy in itself, right there. That that's going far and above beyond like dad duty, right? Like I'm gonna make mm-hmm. I'm going for realism here. I'm gonna go down my chimney and mm-hmm. how are the kids gonna even know that? But yeah, back to this this story. I, I just like I said, the parent in me is like freaking out, going, was there, was there a person in my house, right? It sounded like the parents were totally unbothered by this. Yeah. Ah, well. like, they were like, eh, I didn't see you and you were dreaming. They're like, no, yeah. my sister saw it too. No, she didn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and and part of me, the way that she described the sister, like, yeah, okay, whatever. And she went back to bed. Like, I don't even, I'm not hundred percent sure that she saw her. And like, but I don't know, maybe they it didn't like come back in the story that like she gave it as one of the facts but you know i don't know could just be someone on reddit going here's my story well yeah throughout the years she said that she he or she said that they bring this up regularly right and the sister the sister doesn't deny seeing yeah i guess so um yeah it was just uh at least they didn't say that the sister denied seeing it, you know. Yeah. Um, they said the sister saw it too, so it, it does corroborate corroborate the story, but sure. I don't know. You ready for the next story? Sure, let's go. Fabulous. I'm embarrassed to admit that I do have a story about Santa Claus. I don't remember my age, but if I were to guess, it would probably be around eight or nine. It was back when my parents were still together and we lived in a house in rural Sweden. We have some different traditions here regarding Santa, so I grew up doing a lot of weird things like leaving a bowl of porridge on the porch at night before Christmas Eve. It's an old Norse tradition from back when we believed we had hustomtar. I don't know what that is. Uh, Hustomtar? So our house was surrounded with woods and it was always pitch black during winter. So one night I sat by the window in the living room that looked out over the woods. I remember seeing a lantern lit up and how a Santa looking person walked across from left to right. And he was sort of shining, like the entirety of him was glowing white. And he held up a lantern and just walked and suddenly disappeared out of thin air and everything got dark again. I ran and told my mom that I saw Santa in the woods and she basically thought I was imagining things But she didn't say she didn't believe me. She just expressed happiness over my vivid imagination. To this day, I remember it vividly, and I did not imagine it. I don't know what I saw, but I know for sure I saw something. The entire land was haunted as F, AF, haunted AF. Um, Growing up, I experienced a lot of weird things, but then my parents divorced, and now I live in the city, and we've had zero paranormal experiences since. Wow. That's, you know, crazy to put porridge outside. <laughs> yes, that was the crazy part of the that story. That was the crazy part of the story. Yeah. Hustomar. No. H-U-S-T-O-M-T-A-R. Hustomtar. So I looked up what that was, and it's a little uh, house gnome. So uh, creepy, you know. It was creepy. <laughs> that Those are terrifying. I do not like... I do yeah. not like gnomes. We don't want little gnomes around here. David the gnome, you're not welcome. Get back on the raft, yes. you dumb, you I, dumb buddies. <laughs> Didn't he? Have a, he rode a fox, right? Swift. Yeah, fox. Swift. 
So I was just going to say, I'd love to hear some fan stories. Have you ever seen Santa Claus? Like legitimately yeah, thought listeners. it was Santa? Yeah, it'd be like great to hear uh, what what you think of these. Um, I mean, Josh shared a little personal story and turned out to be a string of satellites. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I have a story, uh, like really brief story from childhood that like at the time, because I was a kid, I was convinced that I saw Rudolph like his not him but like the the glow of his light out my window so if you go back a couple episodes where i talked about ufo lights and stuff like that yeah, this I was is gonna say, red, you see a lot of lights this is like window. a red light this is a red light <laughs> now also it's like one of those things where i like you know i was a kid who loved to sort of share stories and you know at the time i was even thinking about being a writer and stuff like that so so it could have been i just developed all that on my own I thought I heard a noise on the roof. And when I pulled back the curtain to, to look out the window, I, I thought I saw a red glow. And it could have been from like an airplane or or something or like too too long ago for a string of satellites that you were talking about. But sure. but it was enough to kind of make me believe longer, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's the coolest thing about Christmas and maybe the coolest thing about these ghosts is that, you know, it's giving these kids maybe a little bit of a scare, but then they get to kind of yeah, you know, Santa's real. Uh, my co-host thinks Santa's real, but it's really just a string of satellites. So I love it. <laughs> it was a moment of like, I don't know what this is. Um, and yeah. I want to believe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it might come up at a future improv session. It might just pop into my head. So we'll, we'll see. Great. Yeah, great. <laughs> no one else will know until they listen to this episode. But um well thanks i think those were really cool really appreciate yeah that. yeah absolutely yeah so um i hope we all you know hope we all have a happy holiday season whatever yeah. you celebrate um and also you know i guess i'm just glad that these ghosts aren't like going around impersonating like i don't know spiritual figures like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're just talking about a whole other can of, 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 yeah. of worms here where we have you know <laughs> deep fakes you know yeah so, yeah so deep fake um, spirits but yeah yeah i hope everybody does uh, have a great holiday you know the, the best krampus. gift right krampus the best gift that you guys can give us is you know rating and reviewing the show and then definitely like share your stories and uh let us know yeah. like what you want to hear next we we would love the the fan feedback we're starting to get some in we have two more guests that want to be on the show so really excited about it's scheduling so those out yeah, I'm yeah. so stoked about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, share share the share our podcast, please. It's it's fun. It's exciting. We we have a lot of fun doing it. Um, and uh, you know, we we really appreciate you listening. If you've made it this far, thank you so much. Yeah. Cool. Well, Merry Christmas to all, and Happy Holidays, <laughs> and Happy New Year. We'll see you. We'll see you in 2024. Thank <laughs> you.